This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, episode 993. Describe your discomfort like a native. Welcome to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English, downloaded more than 22 million times with former IELTS examiner Jessica Beck and Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz. If you are stuck with a low score, our insider method will help you get the score you need to unlock your dreams. Get your estimated band score now with our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash my score. You need to be prepared to discuss uncomfortable situations on IELTS speaking. Today, we teach you four idioms that can boost your pronunciation and vocabulary scores. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hello, Aubrey. How's it going? Hi, Jessica. I'm great. How are you? Guys, just so you are aware, this is one of those episodes uh, that we are recording on video because we're beautiful teachers, and um, it's going to be on YouTube, guys, so check it out. This is episode 993 is what it is, 993. Check it out on IELTS Energy TV on YouTube. Um, Okay, rad. So let's get into it, Aubrey. What are we teaching our fabulous IELTS candidates today? Yeah, we're teaching some really fun vocabulary that you can use to describe discomfort. If you feel discomfort, there are some really fun idioms and expressions you can use to push your vocabulary score to a seven or higher. Totally. The phrases today, guys, are idiomatic. They are native. They completely fulfill that band seven or higher quality the examiner is looking for, right? Because the scoring system... Because you know I was an examiner, right? And I stared at the scoring system for 14 years. It exactly says idiomatic language, okay? So today's phrases qualify. Um, Before we get to that, while we're thinking about vocabulary, I want to let you guys know that the Allers English app is being developed for Android right now. We, guys, students have been asking us for the Android version for years because we only had it on Apple, um, but we are making the Android version now, guys. So if you want the All Ears English app to learn vocabulary, improve your listening skills, such a great resource, guys, for IELTS, go to allearsenglish.com slash Android. Get your name on that list so you could be one of the first to try this brand new amazing app. Um, okay, sweet. So, Aubrey, why are these phrases to describe our displeasure, our discomfort? Why are these phrases useful for IELTS? I mean, yeah, we know the so, score, but like where? Right, exactly. So, IELTS speaking, especially, you are definitely going to get questions where you can answer about an uncomfortable situation, something that was awful or terrible. And yeah, don't hesitate to do that. All of your answers don't have to be positive. You can definitely talk about negative experiences. It might actually be refreshing for the examiner. 
Right. And you know what? Like, as you were saying that, it occurred to me that, like, actually, guys, yes, you should try to express, like, one or two negative feelings or ideas on the test, or else you sound the same all the time. This this is reflected in your pronunciation score, right? Because, no, you should not sound the same describing your favorite color as describing your least favorite meal or whatever. Like, you shouldn't sound the same doing that, Right. Um, so that's a good reason. It's funny that the vocabulary we're teaching you, like these ideas, guys, it also helps your pronunciation score, right? If you're approaching these things in the right way. It's all about variety, variety of vocab, variety of intonation. But so, that's a really okay. good point that with all of these expressions, you're not going to want to sound really happy and positive because right. they're not the situations where you would be happy. So your tone will be uh, like, let that emotion show the frustration, totally. the discomfort, let that sound in the tone of your voice so that you have that variety. Exactly. Exactly. So we're going to teach you four phrases, guys, and the examples we'll give you will connect them to real IELTS speaking questions. Okay. So super useful episode today. Um, so the first phrase is out of sorts. This describes our feeling when we just feel off, right? We, we, I often say that, right? Um, if you, if like, you're just not quite, you're not quite all there. You, you're not thinking clearly. You're just feeling a little bit weird, right? Which I know we're all kind of feeling this way, maybe more often these days. Um, the world is out of sorts right now, we could say. So let's put this in an example, okay? So here's a, a common but weird IELTS question. Are there any colors you would never paint the walls of your room? I'd be like, yeah, I would never paint the walls of my room black. I feel like every time I would walk in the room, I would be all out of sorts instead of feeling uh, restful or ready to, you know, go to sleep and be relaxed. I would I would feel out of sorts. I would um, feel like depressed or maybe I would feel like I had walked into a dance club because, you know, like the walls are black and like stuff like that. Um, so any anytime you would feel like weird in your head, not clear. A little like uncomfortable was this morning. I was just gonna say this is perfect for me this morning because <laughs> I I had to take some Valium before a minor procedure and I was so out of it. My husband came to drive me and I'm I'm still feeling the effects a little bit. So <laughs> hopefully I'm not too loopy. As you're saying that, I'm like like me. I feel kind of out of sorts right now. <laughs> Um, or like, this is a great phrase, guys. If you forget a word or something or you make a mistake on the exam, you could be like, sorry, I'm a bit out of sorts. I didn't get good sleep last night. Like, use that idiom. Throw it in there. Um, okay. The next phrase, what does taken aback mean? Yeah, this means surprised, but a, a, just a much more native idiom to say that you were a little shocked or surprised by something. So if you, if you got a question like... Um, what is a, something surprising that happened to you lately? You could say, oh, yeah. I was really taken aback when I found that I could not um, go to the library. I had driven half an hour to get there and it was closed. So yeah, I was so taken aback by that. And it's such nice. a better way rather than saying I was very surprised by that because that's a common band six word, but yeah, taken totally. aback. Pushing Everyone it up knows surprise, right? right? Um, even shocked, like it's better, right? It's more extreme. It's a little bit better, but taken aback is a much more native phrase. Um, or like if 
you know, sometimes you're asked if maybe a friend has done something you didn't like recently or whatever. You could be like, yeah, actually, I was supposed to, I was supposed to meet my friend for coffee yesterday and she never showed up and she didn't even text. I was really taken aback because she's one of my best friends and usually she's very punctual or whatever. So lots of different ways. Anytime you're going to say surprised, just take that out and say taken aback. It sounds so formal and fancy. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, this next phrase, guys, it's a little more general in meaning, right? The last phrase was more specific, right? The feeling of surprise. So to feel ill at ease. This is, I would say, very much synonymous, like directly synonymous with uncomfortable. Yes. And I want to make a quick pronunciation note here, guys, because I still hear students say uncomfortable uncomfortable, like saying every single word, every single sound. Syllable, yeah. We don't say that, guys. We say uncomfortable, not uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, so practice that, uncomfortable. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So to feel ill at ease. Um, have you felt ill at ease recently, Aubrey? Yes. Um, this, it, it might be more appropriate for a little bit extreme situations, I feel like. Someone sure. told uh, basically like a racist joke in my presence <gasps> oh. the other day, and I immediately oh. felt very ill at ease. And to the point where I felt like I needed to say something, right? It was even a little more, uh, I mean, uncomfortable, definitely, but yeah. a little extreme. But yeah, I agree. It's synonymous with uncomfortable. Anytime I wanted to say uncomfortable, I could say, oh, I felt a little ill at ease. But like especially it. if something just really gets under your skin, then you would say, ooh, I feel really ill at ease about that. But it's still a polite phrase. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, it's still like a polite sort of formal phrase, even if you use it to describe an extreme discomfort. Um, I don't, honestly, I don't, I don't use it in for extreme feelings like Mm. that. I use it just for discomfort. Or I would say I felt extremely ill at ease. I would add that adverb to, to make it, to make it bigger. I like where you said it's a little more polite because if I were to say to that person, Oh, you know, that joke made me, made me feel a little ill at ease. You know, it's not such a harsh, like, you've made me totally. uncomfortable and now I'm creating this conflict, but I'm letting them know I'm not comfortable with that joke, right? Totally. Yeah, totally. Exactly. So on the exam, guys, anytime you're describing any feelings of discomfort, you can use this phrase. Like, this is, this is what you guys, you know, we do, we do try to remind you guys of this because it is, one of the most useful IELTS vocabulary tips. Guys, you don't have to memorize a thousand words. That's not going to help you anyway. You got to be smart and strategic about what you are trying to remember. You want to try to remember phrases that you can use in a lot of different answers, not like super specific topic vocabulary. What a waste of time. You have no idea what topic you're going to get in speaking and writing. So phrases like this that are general in meaning, but impressive, 
right? Idiomatic. These are the phrases that you want to write down (laughs) immediately and practice out loud. Okay, this last phrase is nice. Um, A cold sweat, it's often used within the phrase to break out, like suddenly break out into a cold sweat. So, This is, it's not just surprise, it is fear. Like you're surprised by something, but something that has made you afraid or very nervous. I would say we use it both ways. What do you think? Yeah, I agree, definitely. So it is still uncomfortable, but it adds that fear. So like on IELTS, if someone's, you know, if the question were, what describe a time that you were nervous recently. This would be a perfect expression to say, I had a job interview and before I broke out into a cold sweat. I was so nervous and afraid, anxious of how I would do, right? This is a perfect expression for that. Yeah, I feel like people often use this phrase to talk about um, how they react to public speaking, you know, or like giving presentations, stuff like that. Um, And guys, again, like, let's, let's get honest and direct and strategic about it. You can, you can use this at the beginning of your speaking test, right? Um, Even if you're not nervous, (laughs) right? Um, You could be like, okay, just sorry, give me a second. I broke out into a cold sweat just now because I'm so nervous about this exam. Okay, I'm ready. Or, you know, like find a way to work it into that first answer so you can just ratchet up that vocabulary score right away. Yeah, the examiner's Um, like, ooh, idiomatic language right from the beginning. Yes. Yeah. Like, I don't grade you on your words that are only used to answer the topic. That Right. No, like I, the like. Here's another myth that students often have. Like, you are graded differently and on different things for speaking part one, speaking part two, speaking part three. No, you're not. As an examiner, I do not give you separate scores. My job, the challenge of being an examiner is to listen to you so carefully the whole time, eleven to fourteen minutes, and then at the end give you a grade for the whole thing, the overall performance, right? So there's nothing about specific like answers or specialized knowledge or speaking part three is more important or whatever. No, guys, that's why it's such a great idea to like work work some idiomatic language in there immediately, like start off strong, establish that seven right away. Um, okay, guys, just to remind you, yes, we are finally almost done developing our All Ears English app for Android. So don't miss out, guys. You can listen to the All Ears English podcasts while reading the transcripts for them. Like that's the best way to improve your listening, right? And... There are keywords that we choose for every episode that are, that's all great vocabulary for IELTS, right? Because it's all native new vocab. And you can choose the things you want to use and it saves it in your own personal power vocab list. Um, so guys, don't miss out. Sign up so you're the first to know. AllEarsEnglish.com slash Android. All right, sweet. Thank you for <laughs> thank you for your amazing performance, even if you felt a little loopy this In morning. In spite of the Valium, every time like, I move my head, it feels like a little heavy. Like, <laughs> Guys, you have to see this YouTube video. <laughs> like, I would say that, like, Aubrey, your mental fac- faculties are completely strong and sharp and awesome as always, but it's like... <laughs> 
The Physically. Way, like, your laughter is a little bit different, and I really want you guys to see it, okay? <laughs> IELTS Energy TV, it's our YouTube channel. This is episode, what is it again? Nine, 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 three. nine, three. Yeah, nine, come nine, check it out. Please go see Aubrey's <laughs> smile right now. It's like the best. It's the best, like, goofy laugh. Oh my God, I gotta I stop, can. or else I'm just gonna keep trying to make you laugh. Okay. All right, All right. Aubrey. Thank you. Have a great day. Thanks. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to IELTS Energy. Hit subscribe now and don't forget to find your estimated band score at allearsenglish.com slash my score. With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in business into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu.